and we're back after about a month being away. Yeah, we're doing better this time. I know. Last time it was so long we couldn't even remember the last time we did it. Yeah. But this time we are on top of it. So, welcome everybody back to another episode of Figuring Our Four. And boy, do we have a doozy for y'all today. We do. But before we jump into it, uh, just fill you in on what's been going on with us. I gotta admit, I'm a little sore this morning. This is Saturday morning, the 13th, and... My back hurts just a little bit because is that weird that I have back pains from running? Does that happen in the back? I guess. Well, I've been running so long. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Last night I did this uh, glow run, and I was so excited about this because I was like, I am going to place. I've been I've been running three miles, yeah, and I was like, I'm going to place. Day. I'm going to be in the top three of my age division. And because you're in a new age division. Yes, I'm old now. You're right. Older. So I was thinking, you know, if I could do a seven and a half minute mile, which I could not last night because it was mostly uphill, uh, but that's okay. It was still fun. Uh, just in case Allison Bowden's listening, uh, did a great job. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was fun, but it was all uphill, so it was difficult. Uh, but when I got to the end, I, I swear, like everybody in my age division was already there, like waiting, clapping, waiting for me to come. Oh, Jimmy, you can do it. It's like one of those videos you see on Facebook where they dang it. it. Oh, oh man. Anyway. No, and Abby and I went, and we cheered you on. Yeah. And you were doing good. We were so good. proud of you. I mean, we were a little concerned because before you came around the hill, there was like a very older, I thought, much older gentleman. I would appreciate and, it if you didn't bring that up. And then like three 10-year-olds. <laughs> and know, then Jimmy came around the hill. It's like, there he comes. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Is that the little kids, they would stop. And they would walk for like ten minutes, and then they would come by me again. Yeah. Like every every yeah, like half they mile, they would stop like and walk. Pacing yourself, yeah. Like yeah. you're supposed to mix it up a little. They and just, they would shoot like they past me. <laughs> yeah. Like walk and then run fast. Well, but I also think it's funny because you made a comment about like the one of the reasons you didn't go as fast is because you're not as tall as some of your competitors. Yes. But the little kids are like four the, feet. Yeah. <laughs> so how's that, how's that work? It's speedy. I don't think you really have much water in that argument. Uh, anyway, that I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to. I was racing against Jason Dennis, the guy off the of WTVM, and he beat me like by two yeah, minutes. Yeah, and I saw he posted me. your picture. On oh, he did. Oh, yeah. But he didn't make a comment about the fact that he that didn't, I owe him yeah, lunch. Just, so there you go. Anyway, couldn't beat him. Uh, we also did a little planning out front. Shannon has a green thumb. No, I don't have a green thumb. Which is crazy because they actually, what, what you planted are showing off like they're blooming and yeah. stuff. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. We we did. We like dug up shrubs and planted new ones and we have no idea what we're doing. So we went no to idea. the, I don't we, even know what it's called. We spent way they, too much money because everything that guy threw at us, we were like, okay, okay. But he okay, was so good. Okay. Where okay. was it? Tomars? I can't remember. I don't know. But anyway, what's that place? It's like a garden place. Yeah. Yeah, and we just bought a bunch of supplies. And we were just like, this is the area, and tell us what we need. And so everything he was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it, that's it. Like, slow down. It took like two weeks to get it all planted because... Yeah, it took a while to get yeah. it all done. But, but now that it's in... And it's thriving. It's pretty cool. So we planted some shrubs. We also, we had spring break, but Savannah did not. So what we did during our spring break was we went up to Athens to spend a couple of days with her, which is what every college kid wants. Yeah. Is for their parents to come up during spring That's break. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Stay up there. No, I think she actually did like it because you know it's 
it's meals out every day. Yeah. Basically. She still had class. So toted she, her around to her classes and yeah. stuff like that. So. And it was fun. We had such a good time. Yeah. And you know what? There's this place in Athens called, um, what's the name? The Taco. What was no. it? Well, the that too. Place. Yeah, we went and ate at this Taco. My favorite place. It's the new favorite place. Yeah. yeah. Um, it has one of those things where you can eat outdoor, but you're really in. Yeah. Which yeah. is so cool. There's well, what are you talking about? The Cookie Dough Place. Oh, yeah. Alumni Day. Alumni Day. This is the best. I, we're, we're giving a lot of people shout outs. Like, we should totally be getting royalties for this. Like, we've already mentioned Tomar. We've mentioned uh, yeah. Alumni Cookie Dough. Maybe we should, like, hashtag them on our there you go. share. <laughs> anyway, we need a cookie dough so place in Columbus. We do. So, we need somebody if to open anybody that up. is, like, thinking, what's an idea I could franchise in Columbus? This cookie dough, and it can't just be any cookie dough franchise because we've tried a couple. And yeah, this and one so has the secret. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's and if somebody incredible. else doesn't open it, we are going to be forced to open one ourselves. Yeah, well, I think we should. Yeah, anyway. like we just need to. Let's do it. So we should ask them at reply and let us know, like, if you would like a cookie dough place in Columbus, and maybe we'll <laughs> open one up. Hey, you know what else we should ask? Because this has been, I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. And the, you're staring at your coffee mug. Yeah. <laughs> the health benefits of coffee, like they keep coming out. I'm wondering about the Splenda. No, Splenda is not good for you. I have read, I, I've read, it's a myth though. Like I Googled no, it the other day. Myth. Yes, I did. What, I, that it's not good? That for it's you? not good for Like it's a myth that it's not good, that it's okay. Like, yeah, but I thought Clay told you that it was not good for you. And whatever Clay says, <laughs> Clay, you believe. Clay is the supreme authority. He's my administrator at the church, and he's the smartest guy I know. So whatever yeah. Clay tells me, I just yeah. write off as fact. Which sometimes drives the girls crazy because they <laughs> like to argue with about the whole... Um, but no, yeah, yeah, environmental things, which we're not going to get into today. But... I hope we should know. I did, I did... What's the website that, that you go to? Snopes. Yeah. And I, I snoped it. Is that a word? I snoped it. I don't know. I didn't even know about this website. Yeah, you don't know about Snopes? Uh-uh. Well, it, I mean, it, I've heard of it, it tells you whether or not the stuff that you so read, you can you just, like... And Snopes said Splenda? that it is inaccurate. That that Splenda is okay. Because... Something tells me Snopes is being paid by Splenda to say that. Oh, uh, they might be. Yeah. So, anyway, y'all can help me out. Reply and let me know if if Splenda is okay or not. Because I well, consumed a lot of coffee. Well, not only the Splenda, but the three... You can actually hear me drinking it. I know, you're crazy. Three pots of coffee that you consume a day. Like, literally, well, I think that it's is not. That is not. You told me one time. It's you a have... pot and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many cups is that? I think there's a cutoff for what's a healthy amount of coffee a day. No, uh-uh. No, that's, not what, that's not what the things say. That when you read it online, and everything you read online is true, and exactly. what they're saying is that coffee has is nothing but good benefits. Well, no, no, I drink a lot of coffee. It's help, helping my body. Anyway, um, today, I don't know where all that went. Either. <laughs> People have turned us off right now. Okay, let's get into today, okay? Enough about what we've been into. Um, okay, so a while back, uh, I heard a talk and read some material from Craig Rochelle called How to Have an Affair. Um, yeah, That's and what it, I did when you first said, that's yeah, what we're going to do our podcast on. Do it again. So I said, here's our next podcast. I was like, I want to talk this through just the two of us, like what we've learned from this and see, uh, to, to see how we kind of respond to what he had to say in the other material that we've read this past week Mm -hmm. on how to have an affair. So, and I started, I started reading up on this and, you know, they asked questions, uh, a couple of uh, surveys were done. Like, do you think it's more acceptable to have an affair now as it was back in the fifties and sixties? And it, Honestly, I thought people would say yes. 
because it's more you, you feel like it's more prevalent today well i think you just know about it more you know social about media it. and right. everything and news and you just it's in your face all the time like celebrities right. having affairs or so just, you would just think that like it's yeah that it's just more acceptable today than it was back then because yeah. it is more prevalent but or just more well known but actually what they found out is that no like people replied back and said no like the percentages was way lower today is it more acceptable than it was way back like when our parents were growing. well i mean how do we know that because they really pull people back then and say is do you think it hey listen i don't know i just read it off the internet okay because <laughs> i was just thinking like how, when you were when you were talking about that I earlier, was I was like, a, well how do they know that I, like, I thought that was such a cool study but it is a cool study yeah if, if they like really have well, we're just going to assume that they did. Anyway, okay. I think deep down, what I'm trying to get at is that I think that deep down everybody knows that it's wrong. It's so not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Then or now. Scriptural, you know, basis that scripture teaches against it, of course. So, like, what is it about people that actually allow themselves to get into that position? And the percentages of affairs, American Association for Marriage and Family Therapy, which really sounds legit, so you can't question I'm not this one. I'm question it. I'm just asking. This <laughs> has questions. This one said that, that 20, okay. 25% of couples have had an affair, which is crazy to me. That's that one in four. That is crazy. Um, that is one in four. And then Fox News, and I, thought this, yeah, and I thought this was very interesting. Fox News put out the top places for affairs. Um, this is where it happens. This is where we're kind of vulnerable, I guess. Number one is the office, which yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Number two is the gym. I, I guess you're working out, yeah. admiring other people, I guess, while you're working well, out. Careful with that. and gross at the gym. Gosh. Like, I would well, stinky. Yeah. Number three, uh, social media, yes. which I think is kind of funny because as soon as they mentioned social media on Fox News, it said follow us, which... Anyway, anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. Social media. And then number four, social circles, like out and about, doing yeah. things. Number five is volunteering in certain places. And then number six. Volunteering. Volunteering. Like at a local wow. someplace, you're working alongside somebody, I yeah. guess. You know, you get attached to them. And then number six, this was what blew me away. The church. D- did that really blow you away? Because I expected that. Like, Well. It's, it's sad. Yeah. But, it, I mean, you have to think church is like in a very, a very emotional yeah emotional place mm-hmm. you know typically so a lot, I mean, I can a see lot of how... relationships you're trying to build community right right so yeah this just goes to prove though that there are a lot of places where this can occur and so it's kind of like like how do we how do we fight against that right you like, always have to have your guard up i think even even in the church which right. is crazy so do you want to do you want to talk about it let's talk about it here we go all right here we go We certainly don't know it all. And we're still learning. Here's a few things that we figured out along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. Each episode is going to focus on one important topic. And what we've learned in our family of four. So these are the things that we have improved on and we want to share them with you. So welcome to Figuring Our Four. (laughs) I messed up just a tad, but I kept going. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. it. That's right. See? Nobody would have ever known had I not have said anything. Until you started giggling. Anyway. (laughs) Can't say a grown man giggles. Well, you did. That's not cool. Okay. So, um, how to have an affair. Here we go. We're just going to jump right in. Okay? Here are the top four things you got to know that will lead you into an affair. Okay? Well, that helps you get to that place that you didn't want to be. Number one. When you get home, 
get inactive. Okay, so after a long day of work or whatever, when you're at home, just check out. Like, don't be present. Okay, and there's so many ways that this happens. Like, social media, of course, we get home. Like, you have a good policy, I just thought it was. At work. Yeah, yeah, like, just, you know, you have made this, like, one of your values, I guess I would say. But, like, when you're at work, you you don't like anything on Facebook. You don't post anything on Facebook because when you're at work, you're at work. Right. Right, so... Um, we should make that a policy for home. That, when you're at home, you're well, at yeah, home. yeah, yeah. But you know, for a lot of people, when they're at work, same thing. Like they can't be on social media. They right. can't be doing those things. So when they get home, it's like, bam. Yeah, I gotta be on it. I gotta be on I it. Gotta and up. I gotta catch up on everything. And then you yeah. can, before you know, it, it's like three hours later, and you've yeah. checked out. Um, also, things like Netflix. I mean, <clears throat> what were we were watching the other night, um, uh, we were watching Jimmy Fallon and. Uh, What's her name? Drew Barrymore. Was oh, yeah, yeah. And she was talking about how people, like, the next day, she had just come out with Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, yeah, and they had already binged watched and the And the next day, it had it came out, like, at midnight the night yeah. before, and they had already watched the like, whole 10 episodes. Like, it had not been out 12 hours, and that somebody had come in, and they had already been, and it's 10 episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she's like, is. how is that possible? Yeah. But that's what people do. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, just get home and just start watching something, and before you know it, done. Uh, I put Braves baseball down. I put baseball down. I'm kind of in the baseball uh, feeling right now. So you got baseball on TV. I've got the Georgia Bulldogs on one TV, and then I got my app open on the other, and I'm kind of like yeah. watching two baseballs Talk at one about, time. about like having a little too much. <laughs> I think I've already commented on your TV obsession. Yeah, that's <laughs> TV true. TV in every all room. All over the place. How we don't have one in the shower yet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Uh, cleaning. When you get home, yeah, homework, homework, there's so much that happens. But, um, and I put this down, I think it's, I think it's so cute, we talk about this all the time, but when we get home, like, Abby makes us sit down at the table, even for dinner. If, for dinner. Yeah. Um, even if we want to sit down, like, sometimes we'll sit down and we'll watch, like, American Idol together, which is okay, because yeah, we're all we're kind all of together. together but, but, yeah, she is, she's... The one that's definitely like, uh, no, we're having dinner on the table. Yeah, no, you need to come sit at the table yeah. with like me. Like you were even saying the other day when I was at work, and so it was just the two of y'all. Yeah. And you were like, hey. I was like, here's your pancakes. Go ahead and eat them while they're hot. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm like, oh, wait, because we're going to eat around the table. <laughs> just, <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who's the parent? But, that, you are. but that's that. good. Yeah, and I love that, that she has, we've kind of placed that a value in our home, which yeah. is so important, I think. Mm-hmm. Another thing is focusing primarily on work, you know, never being able to let it go, just, you know, keeping checking it going email, all the time, checking like, email, oof, all yeah, long. that's true. <laughs> so, when you get home, instead of being with your spouse, yeah, check out, yeah. get inactive, and let that drive a wedge between the two of you, that, that will get you to an affair. Number two, an emotional attachment to someone else. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was funny because where we said the American Association for Marriage and Family Therapy said that 25% of couples have had an affair. Yeah. Um, they say that 45% of people, so nearly 50%, would admit to having an emotional affair with somebody. Really? Yeah. So getting too overly attached to someone else. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means like, you know, like when I'm sharing information with someone else other than you, like right. those things that are private and deep, to me, that I'm not turning to you, but I'm emotionally tied to someone else. Right. Where I am looking forward to seeing that other person rather than your spouse. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, this is, I think this is a hard, I mean, not hard, but 
I mean, I can de- definitely see how, and it, again, going back to social media, how it becomes easier, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, social media really Yeah, it just opens that door, that up, I think, yeah. for people to kind of reach out to maybe others that you wouldn't necessarily, you know, like old high school flames and, yep. you know, you kind of rekindle and then... Yeah, because you had an emotional, you know, you had a tie to them back yeah. then and then you created an emotional tie again. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's hard for me. I don't know. I, I think I'm one of those people that it's very hard for me to have an emotional... Yeah. yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's I good. No. It's, it's hard. I guess maybe being in the role of a pastor's wife, there's just so there's much that, that you have to close off. Kind of that wall there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you feel but, like you already live in a glass bowl like everybody sees. Right. I don't want to emotionally I mean, disclose more information. Right, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like for you, that you really have to protect yourself against that because yeah. people is, and women, I think, see you as, you know, pastor then I'm, I can share that share stuff with me stuff, mm-hmm. you know and so it, it kind of opens a door yeah. there that you have to really be aware and of. I'm always and I try to and this is just something to you know like if if people share something with me I will tell I will tell people starting out I will pray for you mm-hmm. but I will bring Shannon in to pray with this mm-hmm. with you so that way that if they know they share information with me that I'm going to share it with you because that keeps the two of us of course, like I'm not keeping anything right. from you, but also, um, number two, there's more people. It's powerful when you have two or more right. praying together. Right. But, um, and also, it just, um, it helps me be able to relieve some of that stress. If somebody lays something heavy on me, right. and I've got to carry that around, I've got somebody to help shoulder that burden with me, and right. that should be you. Right. So I tell people starting out, like, before you share anything with me, I just want you to know, like, Shannon and I will agree to pray with this yeah. over you, so... Um, I think that's important. And that helps me too. Um, oh, and I put another one. Share what you don't like about your marriage with someone else. Yes. Like that creates an emotional, like don't ever talk, don't talk negative, negatively right. about your spouse to someone else. We get enough negative in the world. We've already said mm-hmm. that. Don't need to go sharing those things with other people. Yeah. And I think you're so good. You always say to me anyway, that you're not going to, you're never going to be in a situation where you're talking negative about me to somebody else and I appreciate yeah. that so much but that you actually make a point to share that with me like I don't ever fear that I'm going to be somewhere that I'm like oh you're yeah. saying something negative about now, me now I will joke about you yeah you will <laughs> I'd be like she don't went to Biloxi again I thought we weren't going to talk about that <laughs> what we <laughs> alright moving on anyway moving on <laughs> I love it Number two, so emotional attachment with someone else other than your spouse. Number three, it, this is this is something I added in there. Watch, look at inappropriate videos or material. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, gosh, this just feels commonplace because it's everywhere. But I feel like men especially struggle with this. And wives sometimes are complicit, I guess we'd mm-hmm. say. They just think that this is boys being boys. And allow videos or magazines or pictures and I'm not saying it's like that in every relationship. I've just seen relationships where this happens. Yeah. And it's not healthy at all. Right. Well, you know, and this is just something that I've been thinking about. We have been re-watching the Friends yeah. um, TV. And I I have thought in my, to myself many times just in watching how much they joke about this kind of stuff. Like the guys. It's pornography yes. with the guys. It's like. And the girls and even last joke night. about it. Or yeah. Like, yeah. And it, so even back then, it was. So even more so now, it's I acceptable. think it's just like uh, you know something to yeah. 
almost laugh about or accept or you know and it, you know it's it just like a problem and and too like when we turned on Netflix and the the primary movie like they always have the highlighted movie for the week mm-hmm. and it was that it was a movie on a rock group or whatever and oh my gosh I mean we turned it off in 10 seconds oh yeah it was yeah. the worst thing and to think that that is just that's just open and available right. for anyone. Right. But yeah. the couples watch that together, kind of, it, it really bothers me. Netflix ought to have a couple of more X's on the end of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, because of what they allow to be shown. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, hardly anybody pays attention to the MA. Well, and it. how easily is just even that. Just hit play or, yeah. Well, and just accessible to kids. Like, is that, yeah. because that was just like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for when it, you know, a, a what? when they're, ex- <laughs> I, I lo- totally can't remember. I lost it. A, a preview. A preview, yes. <laughs> I didn't know where well, you were going with that. old age. But that was just a preview, right? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Oh. The preview didn't actually show oh, anything. Okay. So we were like, well, this might actually be kind of cool because oh, okay. I love documentaries. Yeah. And then we turn it on and we're like, Whoa. So I guess that would be like, hopefully yeah. you could avoid with a parade. Anyway, we went on a long tangent about, now everybody's going to go check out the Netflix video. But what what we're trying to get at, is that kind of stuff filling your brain? Oof. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Uh, you are what you consume in a lot of things, what you let your mind wander to. Right? You know, Absolutely. you're going to act out. So. Um, you could act out on those mm-hmm. things. And that's why Scripture teaches us to transform our mind. Mm-hmm. You know, be careful about what we're allowing up there. Uh, we tend to we tend to rationalize what we watch, what we look at. Ah, everybody's doing it, not a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. We need to get rid of that stuff so that kind of stuff isn't just uh, shaping who we are. And then uh, number four thing that will help lead to an affair is to keep things private. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep things to yourself. Don't share right. information. Don't yeah, share, share that passwords. Pass, right? Don't share what's going on on social media. Have private text conversations mm-hmm. with everybody. Like, if there's ever a text conversation that comes through that I think, ah, oh, this is weird. I don't know. Is this weird? I will automatically show it to you or something right. and give it like, hey, this is this is weird. What, mm-hmm. what do you think? You know, just to be open. And, you know, when it, whether it comes to bank accounts, you know, we've got a couple of checking accounts. I think we've talked about this before. But, you know, it's not like we're looking into each other's checking account or anything. But it's there's nothing that's private between us. There's yeah. nothing that we wouldn't feel comfortable asking or talking about right and i think this kind of blew me away with the whole ashley madison scandal that came mm-hmm. out if you remember there was like you could have an email account and you could do it and you could be in this site to for hookups and i was blown away that there were actually some pastors that were caught up in that scandal that had private emails mm-hmm. that they kept from their spouse and um, when all that came out their email was exposed and a lot of them had their own names in their emails right. and what they were tied to and it just so it's anyway, it's like that verse in scripture that says everything will be brought into the light. Mm-hmm. So why keep things, why keep things private? Um, do everything with integrity, you know? Yeah. So back to these, back to these okay, four so things. Those are the things that those, lead, help lead to. Those are the things that will help lead to an affair. Right. So you got to be careful with this. When you get home, get an active checkout. Number two, an emotional attachment to someone else. That's mm-hmm. where kind of the flame begins to build. Number three, watch or look at inappropriate materials and just kind of write that off as normal because mm-hmm. that leads to other things. And number four, keep things private mm-hmm. from each other. So how to fight that. Let's let's don't leave it on a negative note. Let's, let's try to bring this back around and talk about how to fight that desire. Mm-hmm. Okay? So how do we set up the things that help keep us away from an affair? Number one, 
I think, is to set boundaries. You know, set up boundaries with each other. You know, like um, Billy Graham, and this is this is really hard to do sometimes, but Billy Graham had the thing where he uh, never allowed himself to be in a room with another woman yeah, by themselves, you know, or, you know, go out to lunch with a woman by himself yeah. for dinner or anything like that. And it was just a boundary um, that he had in place. And we would never, you know, nobody would ever think anything about Billy Graham. And the reason is, is because he set up boundaries right, that yeah. helped him. Nothing could ever be... Um, said about them. Um, be transparent with each other. Mm-hmm. Always open about conversations, just like we said before. Share passwords, share accounts with mm-hmm. one another. Um, but I love in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 5, uh, Solomon is talking to his sons, and he's like, listen, in, in Proverbs 5, 8 through 10, he's, he, he actually says this, I'll read it. It says, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to say. Stay away from her. He's talking about the immoral woman, mm-hmm. things that could lead to an affair. Right. He says, don't go near the door of the house. So here's your boundary. Yeah. Don't go near the door. Stay away from it. Stay on the street. Stay away from actually opening mm-hmm. that opportunity. So number one is to set boundaries. Number two. Hey, honey. <laughs> Do you remember when we tried to leave the dogs out of the podcast and we yeah. would just be like, oh, we got to cut that. We got to edit that out. Yeah. Now, why even try? Yeah. She's going to talk. pitching in her thoughts on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, stay committed to Christ. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, at the end of the day, you know, if, if you're growing closer to Christ, then what's going to happen is that your relationship to each other is going to grow closer right. together. Right? So, what are you doing to stay committed to Christ? Um... And I thought this was really good. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with great examples. Yes, absolutely. I like, think so. Yeah. When it comes to staying committed to Christ, surround yourself with Christ-like examples. Mm-hmm. Well, and we had talked, I mean, that was something that we learned in one of the marriage retreats that we did. Like having mm-hmm. those couples that both encourage your marriage and are examples, I think. So I think that's so important. Like, Right, because if you want, you know, there's, there's another saying out there that, I can't remember where this came from, but if you want to know your future, let me see your friends. Like the people that you hang around, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of where you're heading in life. Yeah. So if you want, if you want a strong marriage, stay around people that have strong marriages. Yeah. Also, another thing that's good is visualize what would happen if you're unfaithful. Yeah. So staying committed to Christ, like the reason Christ put up boundaries is because He knows what's best for us, and when we live outside of those boundaries, stuff happens. Yeah. Bad stuff happens. So try to visualize, like, what if I took that emotion? Like, what if I actually called her back? Or what if I actually right. meant to meet him? Like, what Where does this end? Yeah. It's never good. So the the more committed to Christ you are, the harder it is to cheat. Um, I truly believe that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Third thing. Set focus time on each other. Yes. So important. Yeah. Take that moment to, and I think we talked about this, you know, just... Just the simple thing of, of having, we, we bought a movie subscription, not because we need it, probably, right. but because if I know that I'm paying to go to the movies so much per month, then it means that I'll, I want to use that. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure I get my money out of it. So it kind of pushes us into making that time yeah, that we, we go out make, to like the a movies. Date night. Like, we so we always... go out to dinner, and then we go watch a movie, and it's something we enjoy doing. So, yep. yeah, that kind of forces us to, you know, spend that time. Yeah, I mean, not that we don't want to be together. It's just sometimes everything's so hectic. It's like, you know, like, sometimes you do need that encouragement to yeah, go and yeah, get out. I think so, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, how important it is that you, I mean, you really have to put it on the calendar kind yeah. of thing. Like, you got to set time 
together. And get rid of the kids. Yeah. And this is hard sometimes because Abby can find every excuse to keep us at home. Yes. <laughs> Which bless her is the sweet thing. She doesn't like us to leave her. She doesn't. <laughs> she she is attached oh. at the hip. But we're like, you're on your own tonight. You'll be okay. Okay, so number three, set focus time on each other. And then number four, and this is the most important, okay? Highlight, 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 right. exclamation points, circle it. Here it Coming is. Coming from a guy. Get naked. <laughs> that's that's the one, get uh, naked right yeah, there. That will highlighted. help. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Circled it. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> Seriously? No. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. Your face. <laughs> um, but I love this in the Song of Solomon, which Song of Solomon is awesome if you ever have a chance to read it. That was one of those books in the Bible that young boys weren't allowed to read because it was so, what did you say, yeah, like, sensual? Was, yeah, I thought it was funny yesterday you were talking about Song of Solomon and you like made the comment. It's amazing how often he speaks of a woman's breast. <laughs> Honey, shush, what are you doing? Yes, we hear you. I don't think they heard what you said. Because <laughs> he's in the back. Good. I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> All right. Let me, how about I like? You want to okay. Pause it? Let's pause it real quick. Okay. So uh, we're back. And we're back. Okay. So when it comes to the get naked thing, what you were saying in Song of Solomon is kind of funny. Um, one of the verses. Yeah. Sounds an awful lot like a Steve Miller band song. It, which, Song of Solomon, you know, it's about a married couple and how yeah. much they're enjoying each other. And yeah. so he says, your stature, this is chapter 7, verses 7 through 8, your stature is like a palm tree. Your breasts are like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree and I will take hold of its fruit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so what does it say in the Steve Miller band? Really like your peaches when I shake your yeah. tree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think uh, that's what they're getting at? Yeah, I think he was like, I think he was like taking a reference from Song of Solomon. Maybe. There you go. So back at the four, <clears throat> number one, set boundaries. Maybe talk through like what are some of the things that maybe we need to rope off or yeah. you know, talk about when it comes to those inappropriate relationships or whatever. Stay committed to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I doing to strengthen my relationship to Jesus? Number three, set focus time on each other. What can I do to make sure that I'm not checked out when I get home? But then when I get home, maybe we have a date night plan that we can look forward to or we're spending time every night together. Or even just set a time, that time just to be in conversation, even if it's like 10 or 15 minutes. Like, yeah. And you remember what we said? What was that called? It was called the daily delay. Yeah. 10 minutes every day. Set focus time on each other just to talk. Yeah. And then the fourth one, of course. Do I, do I need to say it again? Yeah, I think you said it plenty. We get naked. Get naked. <laughs> Support. <laughs> Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. I hope this has helped. Um, We really want to protect marriages, and we just, we've been so blessed. We, um, we're basically, I don't know, when when we're praying and stuff, I just, I'm just always so thankful for Shannon, and I'm so thankful for the relationship that we have, and it's like all, all the time, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm married to you. (laughs) It's it's so good, but we just want, we want people to have a a strong marriage, because we know what a great foundation it is in our life and we want it to be the same for you so anyway until next time uh we hope you have a great month we'll be back next month with a new topic All right. See so, you oh and also if you have subscribed give us a five-star rating yeah. or leave a review that really helps us um and then we'll see you next time